Hello everybody and welcome to episode 22 of your favourite album review podcast, Album Brothers. Uh, my name is Alexis and as per usual I'm joined by the wonderful Michaela. Hello everyone, good well, afternoon or morning or whatever time you listen to this podcast. Yeah man, podcasts they don't have a time bro, <laughs> what is time? It's just, it's just a man trying to keep us down man. I'm gonna cut this out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, you got, you got, you got to leave this in. The people need to know how unhinged I've become over the last few months. Um, <laughs> uh, um, it's okay, Alexis. But, virtual hugs. Virtual hugs. Virtual hugs all around, everybody. Um, but yes. Um, so this week, um, we listened to um, the new Alicia Keys album, Alicia, which came out in September, um, and now. You're gonna listen to us uh, say what we we feel about the album. Yeah, um, it's actually um, actually before before oh, I was gone. What were you gonna say? No, uh, I was just gonna say oh, it was actually meant to like come out in March and stuff. So it's kind of interesting, like the timing, uh, for this album, which I will elaborate on later. But yeah, continue. Yeah, I didn't know that was another one delayed by um, lockdown. Yeah, a couple of those this year. To be fair. Um, but um, yeah, so Makayla, I mean, for those who haven't really, well, I imagine many people haven't listened to the album, but um, what, how would you describe the, like, the overall vibe of the album before we get into like, the specifics of it? Yeah, um, I think it's quite, a, it's quite a personal sort of album. I mean, it feels quite personal. Um, and it's got quite a mixture of... Um, genres which are yeah which are kind of mixed with you know this um these like alicia keys sounds you know alicia keys like vocals and piano um which actually well actually there isn't a lot of piano in this but yeah um Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's quite it's quite different to a lot of her kind of work she she has gone a little bit away like from her like comfort zone uh which is Mm -hmm. really interesting and something to yeah to talk about a bit later but yeah how about you Mm. yeah i think that's that's a good way to describe it i think there's a lot of like so in my head and i think i imagine with a lot of people's um perception of like alicia keys Mm. and the music there's definitely an element of like you know these big like piano like r&b ballads that are like you know mm. everybody knows and loves from like the early 2000s but for me there's a little bit of a time skip in between yeah so you know you got like um empire state of mind with jay-z mm-hmm. and then you got like girl on fire which yes. came a little bit after that but then like there's this whole middle section of i imagine her work that i'm just kind of missing out on so the the change between again the songs that she was making in two thousand and four and mm. now has been quite drastic for me. Um, yeah, not I don't, I don't even know if drastic's the right word, but there is definitely a big change in, 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 between what I was expecting and what we sort of got from this album. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I was definitely like taken aback a little bit by some of that. Um, yeah, and I think um. So I think a lot of this kind of changes we kind of hear in um this album she had just before this which i think yeah is also called it's called here uh Mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting 
listening to her after not listening to her like consistently so like how she's mm-hmm. kind of gradually changed or I don't I don't actually know how she has kind of um grown as an artist yeah in between those mm-hmm. but yeah definitely I think missing those albums in between is kind of yeah it is quite it does take you back and just go oh that's quite different <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um and like I mean, you can definitely hear there's like a lot of like oh, I don't know, like a lot of modern sort mm. of musical influences in here. Like as you were saying, the the album spans a lot of different genres and like a lot of different vibes. And I think there's definitely a lot of stuff taken from like the last five to like seven years of music that's sort of been like added in here mm. and sort of like the different sounds. Even the artists that she's working with on the album are there's a lot of like very sort of like very recent artists you know you got like uh, Sampha and Tierra Wack in there yeah. um Khalid Snow Allegra um as, as some of the featuring artists so you know she's definitely like pulling this sort of like more recent stuff as well um but yeah I guess to just sort of crack on with it then um do you want to go into your top three then Mikhaila and we'll sort of take it from there yeah okay so with my top threes um okay i think i think i definitely have to start with the first one i think it was a very strong start to the album i think i Mm -hmm. usually say that but i think you know the the (laughs) first the first song of the album is like the most important i think and i think if it's good and if i Mm. if i think oh yeah i'm gonna put this in my top three i think Usually that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, the first track, which is Ti- A Truth Without Love, I think yeah. it was it was really good. I think it's a really nice track. It, it's like, it's quite, um, yeah. It, it, it's impactful. Yeah. Right? Like from that, from that first moment, those like piano chords hit for the first time, you're like, oh. Yeah. And it's got like this like orchestral kind of like thing going on. And it, it's... it's it's yeah. really good. It's and it and it and it does have uh, like I in my head I was thinking oh look it it is definitely Alicia Keys with like a twist you mm. know and I loved that um, and I loved like you know the little uh, uh, the way like they like altered the 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 vocals and stuff like how yeah. uh, I don't know I don't know the distortion like the yes. that echoey vibrate kind of thing yeah exactly those <laughs> no, I don't know what the right word is but that thing <laughs> um, so truth without love. Um, I also do like the next track, which was Time Machine. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think overall, actually, I feel like the, 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 the start of the album is, I think, where most of, like, the, like, the strongest, uh, part of the album is definitely at the start. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, Time Machine, you know, the way, um, oh, I think it's her, I think her vocals are just, like, um, like the strength in her vocals is kind of showcased at in this song as well as like mm. a lot of the songs that are at the beginning of the album so i i really love that i love that the way like she's belting in there because um yeah she she seemed to have not built it quite a lot which i will talk about later um mm. yeah in like some of the in, in a lot of the tracks in the album but in this one she has um yeah which brings me again to to my last like and track uh, third track for the album um mm-hmm. which is love looks love looks better Ooh. yeah which i i really liked that, that one was actually towards the end but it is quite yeah. it's quite a nice song and i i've just ooh, i've just really enjoyed it sorry i pressed play by mistake yeah. and i've just had it in my ears but yeah <laughs> that song um 
yeah and i think i i've t- i've sort of kind of liked all the songs that kind of remind me of yeah all the songs that you've just mentioned so back in 2004 mm-hmm. and all that jazz <laughs> rather than these like these new twisted tracks however mm-hmm. saying that i i did like so done uh with Khalid as well i yeah. i think i'm going to give that a special mention i i mm-hmm. wasn't kind of sure whether i wanted that to be on my top 3 i, I was kind of debating uh but i mm-hmm. i did really like it and i think that that was a very very good collaboration and i think Khalid yeah. Khalid is just really good as well and i think he's just i think their vocals together was just so it was it, they just worked so well together i i really really love the track um yeah Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think it's just like that track especially it's got such a you know like a, a simple sort of like instrumental but then it does sort of very much showcase um both of their strengths and of course the sort of the collaboration between them as well like the harmonies on the chorus mm. are just they're buttery smooth man they are smooth as yes. all hell. Yes. Um and yeah you're you're absolutely right. I think um you know the the yeah the sound of the track and the vocals and whatever do complement each other very nicely in in so down especially yeah i think um, um, i think from all the collaborations i think yeah i think that was the best collaboration actually like like well put mm. together not not because of the artist i think just because the way the way it was done so the way the vocals yeah. complemented each other and all that and like mm-hmm. the way each other's work complemented it, it complemented yeah. it and like how like the presence of both their styles was there um mm-hmm. meanwhile with the other ones i will talk about it later but that that kind of was missing um mm-hmm. yeah so what what were your top 3 yeah um <laughs> so again i'll start with truth without love yes. um i think it's it's just a great way to open the album it is this like big like almost like the the bass piano Ooh. and like the strings and like there's like okay there's like backing there's like choir backing vocals or something in there as well i i think it might need to listen I to think it again so. yeah it just it really is a great place to start um and like obviously having listened to this album several times over the last few weeks mm. um there's definitely like a lot of like appreciation for pressing play and it getting those sounds like immediately mm. um off the bat so i thought it was a really really good start to also- the album it just yeah. it just sticks in your head like i think that's that's the one yeah. track that i definitely have like um yeah i definitely have stuck in my head like i keep on like just singing it yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely um number 2 for me um is also time machine mm. um so this will probably be a four uh, track recommendation like yours was but um yeah. i love time machine i think it's got this like really it's got this like funky sort of like twisted up like reverse like mm-hmm. feeling to it so um i think it's i want to say it's like the some of the percussion is like reversed so when you hear the drum smacks they're like playing backwards uh, obviously the songs about time and whatever so yeah it, it kind um, of has that feeling yeah it kind of goes forward and then it goes backwards yeah i hear yeah exactly i kind of hear that yeah and it, i uh, i think yeah you uh, you've described it very well like i kind of didn't know a lot what, like how to kind of talk <laughs> about it but it, it is a really good song and it is yeah it is one of those where it's kind of uh one of the most upbeat songs in the album mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and a bit like a, the faster track yeah Yeah, and it is um very like um distinct in its sound as well, not just for 
um, the album, but I think as a song in general. Yeah. Like, I think this is not a song that you could listen to and not just think, what the... What the? You'd, you'd have to kind of pay attention to it. Mm. Um, and part of that is, again, as, as Michaela said earlier, the um, Alicia's vocals in this track are just phenomenal. <gasps> um, there's a part in it where basically it, it gave me like a lot of like... Um, that salon song, uh, Cranes in the Sky. Yeah. Like, there's, like, high, the high parts in this song. And it was just, like, with this, like, very, like, funky sort of rhythm over the back, well, behind it, I mm-hmm. guess. It just, um, it really, really stood out to me as, like, whoa, this is really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, again, you, I wasn't sure what to expect from the album. Um, and that was just, like, wow, this is... This is exciting. Like, I'm excited to get through the rest of this. Like, there was a great, like, one-two here at the beginning there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then my third track, um, deviating from yours, is Wasted Energy. Um, really? Which features an artist called Diamond Platinum, who so I've never heard of before. Um, have you? No. No. Um, no, but yeah. yeah, it's this, like, reggae, like, dove track. And uh-huh. it's... It was the one for me that got stuck in my head the most. Um, and it's just got like the chorus is just super funky. And it's just this like smooth sort of reggae track. And again, yeah. uh, Alicia's vocals throughout it, like the way she sort of dances between like the bass and like yeah. the rest of it and whatever is really, really um, expertly done, I guess. This is obviously Alicia's a professional uh, musician, <laughs> but like I think this is again an opportunity in the album where she sort of showcased like her strengths in those regards um and then the you know, diamond platinums as well his parts were also like really mm-hmm. or their parts were really like um they fit really well obviously with this sort of like reggae sort of like caribbean kind of vibe that goes <laughs> inside it so it was yeah for me it was really really good especially coming off the back of like listening to um like bob marley yeah. a couple of weeks ago it was like I, I really really appreciated that one that um that's interesting because i really did not like wasted energy what no it was crazy but it was because like you know you know how we were talking earlier in the week how like some tracks kind of didn't go anywhere so there wasn't like a Mm -hmm. climax in the song and Mm -hmm. then so so it wasn't like start from the bottom go like climax and then it comes down i felt like Mm -hmm. wasted energy didn't have that i mean obviously it is a reggae song i do i i understand (laughs) yes but it just i don't know it just didn't like like the way wasted energy was sang like i just uh, i didn't like it i I get what you mean it is catchy it does have that Mm. thing in it but oh no 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 Um, well yeah i I really enjoyed like the mellow vibe Mm -hmm. that bass line was just very it's it's delicious to me it's tasty it's interesting Um, i think when you do like isolate them yeah the bass line was great You'd, I don't know. Something was great, but like I just feel like together. Why you got? Why you no. got trash my track, son? Why I'm are you sorry. trying to yuck my yum? I was, it was coming, Alexis. One day we were gonna have an argument. I know. I know. Over Twenty-two this. weeks. It had to happen eventually, right? <laughs> How could you pick wasted, wasted energy? Oh, I can't even say it. You know what? Wow. No. Wow. No. It's okay. Just not the track. It's not. It's like that, track. is it? It's like that, is it? It wow. is like that. Um... All the fights now. Um, <laughs> sorry. What was um... gonna be your special mention? I don't know if you were so going to say. special mention, I think, is probably Three Hour Drive. Um, yeah. Again, a much more sort of mellow track mm-hmm. um, on the album. But I think Samfa's vocals, especially in this track, mm-hmm. are just 
so good. I just, I really, yeah. Again, it's. I know we were talking earlier about like the the build up in songs and stuff, mm-hmm. but in, this song has like a very gentle sort of increase in like yeah. energy. I would say like it starts with them singing individually, and then as it moves through the track, they're singing together. The backing tracks add more elements and stuff. So there's lots of different parts and pieces sort of going on and, and moving there. Um, yeah. And I just really, really, I really, really like it. I think both of their vocals work so well together. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just a good time. I think um, I think the three-hour drive is definitely up there. I think it's really good. Um, I think I was, I, I don't know, I, I was thinking about putting that on my, like, on my top three. But I was a bit mm-hmm. harsh with it because I was like, well, I listened to Sampha a lot. And I was like... <laughs> okay. I was like, um, I think he could be a bit more present in the in this um, track because I think he could have offered a lot more. Like, especially thinking back to mm. like when he was working with Solange with um, "Don't Touch My Hair," like he was really, really present in that. Like, not mm. only the vocals, but like his, um, you know, his music pr- pr- production or producing. Right. Yeah, like ugh, you know, he he added so much to the song. With this one, it I, it doesn't. Like I kind of, I kind of can't feel his presence as much. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, we we'll listen to him one day and we'll figure it. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you a bit more later. But I'll understand, yeah, more. Yeah, about and I think when you, you know, when you know his sounds and like, yeah, it, it, it's interesting, kind of not having a lot of like his presence in here, which. Yeah, it kind of brings me to all the, you know, all the um, collaborations. I feel like you can't really hear the presence of the other artists. Like, it was in Khaled's one that I, you know, in Sodan with uh, with Khaled mm-hmm. that it was great um, because you could hear him. But in the other ones, like, yeah, I kind of couldn't hear the other artists. I mean, okay, some of them I actually don't know. But, like, Jill Scott, I do know. And I did feel like she was kind of present in Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was... um. It's interesting, but the track, yeah, three hour drive is quite like a smooth mm. track. But I kind of just want it to go this extra step, just for it to be like extra special, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, have that beginning, well, look, middle, and end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, look, I can tell that you really just want to talk about what's wrong with this album. No, Makayla, so. you know what? Just go, just go, just go I'm... talk about it. Go say it. No, to be fair, I mean. We did talk earlier, so we do agree on, like, what things we would adjust about the album. But um, I'll, I'll let you open and we'll sort of discuss it in a bit. But, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think, um... Yeah. <laughs> I don't even... Okay, so, as I said, yes, the artist thing. Um, I was kind of disappointed. Like, especially, I don't know if you know the artist Miguel... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he, like, you, I don't know, you kind of know, like, his vocals are really sick, and his songs are really mm-hmm. sick as well, he's, like, this really, really cool, like, very cool R&B artist, and, yeah. um, yeah, when I heard, like, Show Me Love, I was, like, I was so excited, and then, I, you, you kind of, you know, his, he, I don't know, he didn't really have a lot in there, like, I feel like there could have been so many more, like, harmonizations in there, like, so mm-hmm. many impeccable like, like amazing vocals from Miguel and it wasn't there so I was a bit like oh no um and then yeah and then yeah that, that I think that was it and like the album just seems to kind of go oh this is so horrible to say but it kind of goes <laughs> downhill after the first few tracks so I think mm-hmm. you get to like yeah um, 
three-hour drive and then it kind of goes down i mean i didn't like underdog at all like that was <laughs> that was su- so that song was written with uh ed sheeran and like oh, okay you know you hear the guitar i straight away knew it was that song that he definitely worked on i was like oh, nope this is an ed sheeran song it did not mm-hmm. feel like it did not feel like alicia keys and i know i just said i want to hear the other artists as well in the collaboration but not like this not like mm. i don't know it was it was I was kind of annoyed at myself as well because I was like, oh no, I'm going back on what I said. But like, it just sounded a lot more like Ed Sheeran. Like the the collab, I don't know. The collaboration seems to be off, and I don't know what happened here. Um, wait, is there a story, or you, did you say that you don't know what happened there? I don't know what happened there. No, okay, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just don't understand what happened with this album when it when it con- <laughs> when it came to collaborations. Yeah, because it just seems so imbalanced. I don't know whether that's like you know the producers or anything i i don't I honestly mm. have no idea what happened there but yeah that was um that is everything sorry mm. okay well yeah kinda, uh, a lot of positive things to say there uh <laughs> but um i think i agree to some extent mm. i do think that perhaps the featuring artist could have been used to a better extent yeah. um throughout the track uh throughout the tracks even mm-hmm. um I have to say though, I I, I can't imagine that um, the pandemic didn't have a massive effect on the way that this album was recorded and how it came together. Do you think um, because it was meant to come out in March? But that's what I mean. But a six month de- oh no, not a six month delay. An eight month delay usually implies that it wasn't quite where it needed to be by the. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I I have a feeling it wasn't just that it was done in February and it needed to go. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? And I think even with like some of the messages like um, yeah, Underdog, for example, yeah. it, it kind of seems like a song about key workers, quite frankly. It, it seems like, yeah, it you was. know, that kind of vibe to it. Um, but um, yeah, yeah I, I think for me as well, I, I do have to agree. I think the first half of the album is definitely the stronger part for myself. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of, uh, I don't want to loses its way. It's not right, but it, it, it loses its sort of distinct sounds and interesting sounds mm. um, towards the end. Maybe that's just a track listing issue. Um, maybe if like truth to that love time machine, well, wasted energy for me through our drive and so done mm-hmm. were more evenly spread out. Cause that's half the track, right? That's half of the album yeah. in those like five or six songs. Well, maybe not half, sorry, but just under half. Um, um, so like maybe if it was just like arranged differently, maybe our feelings on it all would be a little bit different. But it does have this like sort of like higher mm-hmm. energy opening, and then this sort of like more sort of diminished feeling towards the end. Yeah. Um, another thing that I would say is an issue for all of the tracks, even the tracks that I enjoyed out of the album, mm. um, as you were saying, is this sort of like lack of progression throughout each piece. Yeah. Um, and I think this is especially harmed by the fact that we listened to Gorillas last time um yeah i think i think song machine every song has like this like very like powerful sort of beginning middle and end every song has like this like great sort of crescendo um into like this sort of like the ending part of the track Mm. like no track starts the same as it ends and that's Mm -hmm. what i really love about music that's why i loved about like artists like jack garrett that we listen to Mm -hmm. or um um, even like Solange and that, that album, it's got like a very nice sort of like the way it sort of flows through each track is quite nice. Yeah. Whereas with these songs, even like Truth Without Love, for example, it seems like that first sort of like 40 seconds of music was then just repeated throughout the rest of the track um, without yep. any sort of like build up or change. So even though it's an absolute bang and I do really like it, there isn't really like that sort of like 
interest that sort of carries on oh. throughout. And it's like they, they thought of an idea for each track and then just kind of stuck with it as opposed to building on it. Um, even Time Machine suffers from that, which sounds yeah. super cool and funky, but it is just the same uh, as the beginning as it is towards the end, which makes it perfect for just like, for a lot of reasons, it makes it perfect for like, just like grooving out and whatever. But for me personally, I, I, I would have preferred something a little bit more exciting. I would have preferred like, there wasn't same. like a key change throughout this album that I oh. recognize anyway, or like anything like that. Like these are the things that I expect from like an Alicia Keys album. Exactly. Um, Especially like when she's got the skills. Cause it's, cause for yeah. me, it wasn't like listening to Gorillaz last week and then coming to this for me, it was like listening to her songs. Like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, all her songs, which are just so epic. And like that kind mm-hmm. of epicness wasn't there. Like I wanted, I I don't know I I mean like literally all the tracks that you mentioned earlier like her old tracks like they all like go somewhere so they they you know yes. they kind of they kind of start in like this like smooth start and then it's like belting at the mm-hmm. end like or even if she doesn't belt like the piano will be a lot more like present and like you know she'll be like hitting the piano like there's no tomorrow mm-hmm. I kind of yeah and I kind of I definitely wanted that. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I think you are right. Like with Time Machine and Truth Without Love, it does have that like no build up um, situation. But I think it's, um, it is still, it is slightly better than the rest of the tracks, which is <laughs> like, it's not, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't think you can kind of notice. I don't know. Like to me, it didn't bother me that, that those two no. tracks ha- didn't have progression. It bothered me with the mm-hmm. other tracks that it didn't have progression. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and I think those two tracks get away with it. Yeah. Most because they got these really interesting sounds to them. Yeah. Um, but like if, if, a, if a drum beat kicked in at Truth Without Love at any point, or if there was like an extra instrument that kicked in at Time mm-hmm. Machine, I think those tracks would have like, they transcend, you know, they, they would they would have just a little thing for me again, for me personally, that I, I think was missing from them. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I would say as well is that the subject matter and a lot of the songs I found to be quite cheesy. Oh my God. Yes. I did not want to um, say that, but yes. Oh my <laughs> God. Cause I, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Yes. So I mean like, for example, you take, um, well again, truth without love and time yes. machine and, to be fair, even wasted energy, in my opinion, they yeah. have these like very like the 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 album is trying to like present itself as quite like personal, mm. and those tracks have that sort of personal element to them. Like even the messages within like especially Time Machine, I would say, yeah, it has that kind of like this is my this is about me. Like I'm telling a story about something that's happened to me, mm. and then a lot of the rest of it gets turns into this like very like genericy kind of feeling, like. Yeah. Underdog for me is is absolutely designed to just be the song that opens a concert where everyone just like stomps and claps and joins in and stuff like that. It doesn't, you know, I, I don't imagine Alicia Keys getting in a taxi talking to people because she it doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, um, it, it's it's weird that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then okay, take me time seven with Tierra Wack. It mm-hmm. sounds like the beginning part of a Janelle Monae song. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have that ending, that sort of close, that tight close. Um, and even like Perfect Way to Die, which I thought was very emotional. It's it was. Obviously about, you know, it was really, really like a gripping sort of little story. And like the piano is beautiful when yeah. even Alicia's voice is just absolutely amazing. 
but it didn't have that personal feeling to me. It, it, I don't know if it was just me being nitpicky or whatever. No, it, it definitely had that. And, I, and it felt weird to me because I was like, oh, usually I'd be like, oh, my God, this was great because the story was great. But like, yeah. I, I think the, the, the storytelling aspect of it wasn't there, which is really weird to say when it's yeah. Alicia Keys singing because I know she has done it before. So I don't I just do not know what happened here that like mm. we're not getting these like this passionate this passion mm-hmm. in in her songs and I, and I and i think like it's just not driving the story through and i think that's why yeah. the story just feels undelivered unfinished in a way it's mm. just really horrible to say but like honestly this is how i felt like i didn't actually know she was talking i didn't know what she was talking about at the beginning and it's not mm-hmm. like the music had a lot going on it was just a piano and her singing so mm-hmm. it wasn't there wasn't anything distracting but like it just wasn't it wasn't gripping it it just didn't feel like it's so weird because I mean obviously it did come from her heart but like Mm -hmm. there is something missing in that recording yeah maybe they didn't record the right session I have no idea what happened it's I just Mm -hmm. wish she could just record it again or I wish I could just hear it live so I can see uh, what happened what like how just to see this delivered better you know yeah I completely agree and I do think as well because I've I've fortunately seen Alicia Keys live. I've, I've seen you? her in concert. It was back in like 2012 or something. I, uh, A friend of mine won like the iTunes Festival tickets and he was like, oh, do you want to come with me? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. Uh, Alicia wow. is just a fantastic performer. And I think a lot of this album yeah. would be perfect in a concert space. Yeah, I think it would be. I think you know when you get those like live like differences and all mm-hmm. of that jazz. I think it would. I think it would stand out a little bit more. But as a recorded album, I wasn't a massive fan overall, and I think that's quite a shame. Um, yeah, it's it's so weird. I I like. I was like, oh my god, maybe I'm in such a bad mood that like I'm yeah. really just not listening to these songs. And I like tried to mm-hmm. give it a break and try to listen to it again. But like, yeah, yeah, it didn't grip me. And, and then, again, I I took gone. Sorry, and then I like listened to it again, and like I gave it its chance and everything, and then I went on to read about reviews later, and then I found out yes, people have been saying that, and then more actually, but yeah, so we're not we're not the only ones. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Sorry, continue what we yeah. were say. Yeah, I mean, I was just yeah, I think I was just gonna say a similar thing. It's just, um, I mean, I, I, I again, I have to admit, I, I do believe that COVID plays a massive part in this project. And, mm-hmm the way it was recorded and released and apparently I presume a lot of the performances as well but it's just like I I wanted I, there wasn't like that one big like epic Alicia Keys song that comes from this album um, yeah something that's and, gonna stay mm. yeah you know so yeah I think it was a little bit it's not a bad album that's not fair to say no. but it was disappointing I think it's the best way I would I would sort of close that out. It's yeah, it's hard. I I don't really know. I don't know what the right word is. I like yeah. I I was I I would say disappointing for the track where she had it's called Jill Scott and she had Jill Scott in it. Like I was like mm-hmm. how can you have Jill Scott and I don't even know she was in it. Like you know what I mean? Like I kind of it was it was weird. Yeah. I wanted yeah, like that, sure. you know, that those like fabulous vocals from Jill Scott like that like mm-hmm. You know how like Jill Scott sings like sings about like romance, uh, passion, everything, and yeah, that kind of was not there in in that track. Yeah, it was. Uh, mm. 
it's a it's an interesting album but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i hope yeah. she comes back and like i mean she i hope she comes back with another like banging album with like banging tracks but um yeah she in a in like it's weird she was meant to be performing this this year i think some somewhere like she was taking on tour okay. so she was meant to come to london as well with this and i um yeah i think you're right like mm-hmm. i think if we heard this live it'd probably be a whole other experience yeah absolutely um yeah yeah that's that all. is <laughs> that is uh alicia keys's alicia yeah um, um and um yeah next week um we'll be listening to Samfa's album Process uh, which I'm very excited about Um, we will have a guest on next week and um, yeah so get listening to the album let us know what your thoughts are Um, let us know what your thoughts are on the show Um, you know we we, we do really appreciate the feedback we would love to hear what people's thoughts are and their Mm -hmm. feelings Um, especially as we're moving to this sort of fortnightly recording um, sort of schedule um but um yeah let us know um please keep sending in our recommendations um and um, yeah get listening to Santa and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks yeah bye see you later bye